everybody, and welcome to the Aggieville Alleycast podcast, where come rain, shine, or anything in between, we're here to deliver to you the Kansas State sporting news you so love. I'm Ace Edwards, right alongside Connor Balthazor, and welcome to a very special little mini-sode to go alongside the hour and 45-minute episode that released on the same day, but we had to get this in because it's such a massive recruitment and a massive milestone, and that is just diving right into it. The commitment of the Linden High School football player now going to commit to the Kansas State Wildcats, the offensive tackle of Caden Massey out of Linden, Kansas. Per 24-7, he's the number one player in Kansas. I think on three, Michael Boganowski holds that distinction. But Caden Massey, the first thing about him is he is 6'8 and 280 as a high schooler. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, he is ginormous. Like Gus Hawkins, for for reference, like Gus Hawkins is six seven and around like two seventy two eighty uh, right now. But like Massey is just like noticeably larger. Like he is a gigantic human being. Uh, perfect tackle prospect in that regard. Really long arms as well. Uh, but. Yeah, he that, that's the first thing that really sticks out about him is he is not hard to spot in the crowd yeah no he's not and he also elevated himself above the crowd in terms of the offers he was getting as well his final four ended up being kansas state nebraska oklahoma and old miss there's a very hilarious story if you read message boards about a school that happened to get left out <laughs> if if you've heard about that it's it's amazing but yeah, that's a genuine recruiting win. Just ignore everything else about about Caden Massey for just a moment and just talk about the the offers and the schools that we're going up against. You know, we're going up against recruiting boogeymen for us in Nebraska and Oklahoma and Ole Miss is many things, but they're known for their deep pockets. So this is this is recruiting with the big boys and coming out on top. And it's not something that should be unfamiliar, but it's still awesome to know. Yeah, it, it was massive uh, to come out over the top of several of these other programs that, like you said, they are traditionally schools that give K-State a lot of trouble uh, on the uh, on the recruiting trail. I ended up having, I think, about a dozen uh, Power 5 offers, if you include um, K-State. And yeah, beating out programs like Nebraska, like Oklahoma, Ole Miss, um, and then even like Iowa State. Like This is the exact sort of recruiting battle that two, three years ago, K-State probably doesn't win because recruiting has come so far uh, in the last couple of years. And I know people will say stars don't matter and stuff like that, but if you look at the five-star correlations of who gets drafted in the first round, they do matter to a certain extent. It's not a guarantee that someone will be good, but they generally are onto something when evaluating prospects. And Caden Massey, he is a really good prospect. There's a lot to like about him. Uh, a lot of that is the frame uh, that he has, uh, but he it, it was a massive win uh, for, for K-State to take down um, Oklahoma and Nebraska. Uh, and they, they were fighting for him as well. Uh, no matter what like people was, on message boards will, or on Twitter will have you say. Yeah, this wasn't a, an idle win. You know, they he visited Nebraska 
10 days before he visited K-State and he visited Oklahoma seven days before he visited, which that visit was back on June 23rd. So it was, it, it was a contentious recruitment. This wasn't a K-State got it in the bag. He's a Kansas kid sort of thing. Uh, this was a legitimate big time win for K-State. Yeah. And I think a big part of it being a win is, you know, not only the fact that he's a Kansas kid with power five offers, but, we can get into the scouting report a little bit here. And the first thing that just jumps off the page for Caden Massey, more than just about any other offensive line recruit that I've seen for in our admittedly somewhat short time evaluating recruits for K-State, he might be by far the most athletic offensive lineman that we've ever seen recruited to K-State. And I, I don't say that lightly. Because you, you think of someone who's 6'8 and uh, above 260, and you don't think of someone who's going to be particularly athletic. You know, you, you think of someone who's going to be a little bit more lumbering, but still really strong. The last word that I would describe Caden Massey as is lumbering. Because according to his 24-7 page, at a combine, he ran a 5.1740 and a 4.85 short shuttle. That doesn't happen. For people his size, that simply doesn't happen. Like you are getting into the upper echelon of athleticism when you are that tall and weigh that much, and you're still running that quickly. And this isn't just—he's not a combine warrior either. No, 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 no. His athleticism shows on tape. Even though he plays eight man, it's it's rare to see an offensive lineman be the most athletic person on the field. That again, it just doesn't happen. And that is exactly what Caden Massey is. He is by far one of the most athletic offensive linemen that K-State has recruited, especially in, in the Connor Riley era. And that honestly makes me excited because normally, uh, I, I know I'm talking for a bit, but I, the normally whenever you have an offensive line recruit, it's really, really easy to say, oh, this guy plays tackle in high school, but he's going to be a guard. Or, oh, he plays tackle in high school, he's still going to be good enough to play tackle. Caden Massey legitimately could play anywhere on the offensive line. And I would look at it and say, mm -hmm. yeah, no, 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 that works. Plays left tackle in high school. He has the athleticism and speed to deal with long, bendy edge rushers who are going to try and speed rush him. Could play left tackle. Uh, he has the athleticism to be an amazing pulling guard as well as the physicality. He's an athletic freak who is insanely physical. The only thing that he's really lacking is strength of competition and maybe a little bit in his technique. And we say it every single time. If you give Connor Riley an offensive lineman who has technique issues, guess what you're going to have in two years. You're just going to have a good offensive lineman. <laughs> But yeah, I, that that's me gushing a little bit about Cade Massey and his athleticism. What what was did, did, were you kind of like me? And the first thing that popped out to you was his athleticism, or was it something else? Um, for me, the first thing that specifically popped was his size, especially on his film. And a lot of that is because of the competition level. He's playing eight man, and a lot of times he's going against people a lot smaller than him. So that just makes it pop even more and really puts into perspective just how big he is. Like 
he is a towering person, even though he's going against people that are not as good as he is, that are definitely not as big as he is. Um, it, you can't teach size uh, at any level. And Caden Massey has pretty much everything you could ask for in terms of size for a, a tackle prospect. Um, his frame makes me really want him to become a gifted left tackle. Uh, I think that would be where he ends up the best uh, when it comes to uh, on the offensive line. But I do think you're onto something in saying that he could play several different positions uh, and I wouldn't be too upset about it, but I, I think he's probably a tackle at heart. Uh, I think that's probably where he ends up. Um, and, uh, but other than that, yeah, his athleticism really did um, explode off the page as well. Uh, his, his ability to move downfield was really impressive. Uh, and he has a high motor. He works really hard. He's a multi-sport athlete as well. Uh, he plays basketball and track uh, too. So I'm um, very impressive stuff there. But there's a lot to like about uh, Caden Massey. And he is kind of a jack of all trades uh, offensive lineman. Of course, he does need refinement in some areas. He'll probably need uh, a year or two to get to a point where he's really looking at cracking the depth chart. Uh, but that's going to be pretty much every recruit that you sign is going to be someone that needs a bit of time in the oven. But I love Caden Massey uh, and I love the win for K-State. And I think Connor Riley is going to do really great things with Massey and then also with uh, his, uh, uh, I guess, running mate. Uh, Gus Hawkins, uh, who was at his commitment announcement. Yeah, and and we can sort of talk about that as well, because this there were a, a few people that were in attendance for for this uh, commitment. I'm not just talking about one of us, uh, hint at Connor, but <laughs> but there were a few other people. There was obviously Gus Hawkins who took the hour drive to come and watch what would be his future battery mate at uh in k-state but which first off connor you you want to you want to give your impressions of just watching those two stand next to each other it was incredible because i didn't recognize gus at first until i heard somebody mention it so at first i just thought it was like kate and massey's like also freakishly tall brother or something like that uh because they were interacting really positively uh, they were laughing and whatnot. I'm not going to get too much into the personal details because, like, that's their life, and I I don't want to sit here and speculate on all that stuff. <laughs> but, um, but uh, I mean, the big thing was that one, Gus Hawkins is huge. Two, Kaden Massey is somehow <laughs> even bigger than him, and uh, it's like visible, and uh, so that that makes me really excited about the uh, future potential of the tackles because i imagine that uh those two in the future sometime will be starting left and starting right uh at some point although i connor riley likes to move guys around so it could be anywhere but i i guess that's the big thing from seeing those two guys next to each other is that the recruits we're getting on the offensive line we're recruiting it seems like every year bigger and bigger guys yeah I mean, like you're you're six you're six one six two, aren't you? I and am. You, they're both the solid half a ruler taller than you. <laughs> I, I felt very short 
uh, when I get to talk to Caden. Like, I have a feeling they could just pick me up and throw me. <laughs> and you you might need to be like a spare shot put for Caden or something like that. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think that's the fact that Gus Hawkins even showed up was amazing. But uh, a little detail that maybe hasn't gone as noticed is there were two people watching the Instagram live video as well. It'd be a Grant Bricks, both of which were K-State targets. That is Grant Bricks of Iowa, the number one interior offensive lineman in the country, and uh, Michael Boboganowski, the number one player in Kansas, and both commented on his recruitments and uh, his commitments. And people on the foundation were melting down over <laughs> Michael Boganowski saying the word ooh and thinking it was OU. <laughs> Like bro was yeah. just about to leak his commitment like that. <laughs> it, like if it if he does commit to OU, that's purely coincidental. Yeah, that I, I did chuckle when I saw some like minor meltdowns about that, but I don't know. I I, I don't expect everybody to get that on first glance, uh, but it was funny to to see the overreaction, I guess, because I saw it and I didn't think twice. Really, <laughs> I was just like, oh yeah, he's just like impressed. But uh, that, that was, I guess, the main thing I took from it. But um, yeah, it was um, it, it definitely interesting. I'll say that uh, both those guys were tuned in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may mean something. It it might not. But uh, there's really not a way to look at the, look at that in a negative light for K State. It may not necessarily mean anything positive, but it's definitely not negative. Is mm-hmm. I guess the best way to take it. So, yeah. At least shows interest in the uh, happenings uh, around uh, K-State recruiting. Yep, I agree. And so that's sort of our our short little blurb at the beginning. It's it's a road grading freakishly athletic tackle who can develop into literally anything and has the moon as his ceiling. But that's not all for this episode because one of us was on site on the commitment in uh, Linden High. And that was the impeccable Connor Balthazar. And we actually got, I say we, (laughs) we actually got the opportunity to talk with Caden a little bit. And I'm I'm just going to, I'm going to take a step back here a little bit and let Connor introduce the questions that he asked Caden. And then we'll splice in the, the interview questions and his answers. And we can talk about his answers as well and what they mean for K-State. So Connor, this is, this is your show, my friend, by all means. Well, the first thing I'll say about Caden is uh, he was very impressive um, as a person. Uh, he uh, took the time to um, talk to everybody and uh, was super respectful, super nice. Uh, and I could tell that he's going to be a fantastic culture fit in that regard. Uh, so I was very happy to get the chance to speak with him. First time that either of us have ever been to a uh, a commitment um, event. I I felt weird. I felt like I was like pr- like. Well, it's the first time that my... either it's the first time either of us has gone as like an outsider because there were like two or three times we went to one in high school. That is true, but I I hardly count those. And uh, <laughs> but but this was the first time that I just showed up uh, at one. Like I I wouldn't even say just I, I felt like I was pretending to be a media member pretty much, <laughs> even though they don't really care, but. I, but it was it was really cool. Um, I was able to get the chance to ask him uh, a few questions, uh, which we'll splice in here uh, pretty shortly. 
Uh, but the first one uh, that I was able to get to him uh, to get um, across him was a uh, uh, what um, given that he has so many other power five offers, uh, was there a big thing that was able to push K-State over the rest of uh, those schools? And he he was very insistent that it was the uh, relationships that he built uh, with the players and coaches. And he mentioned other recruits as well that we'll circle back to that concept. Uh, but uh, he did also hammer home that it was a uh, his recruitment was really close, he said. Uh and he he mentioned that it, it was very tight up until the end. Uh, but he did say there was ultimately relationships at K-State that gave them uh, the edge when it was all said and done, which is not surprising to me, uh, given that that seems to be one of the football staff's uh, better abilities, along with the basketball staff. Uh, seems like our two a major revenue sports um, have a big focus on that in the recruiting sphere, and it has been paying dividends so far. First question from me, uh, you had several other Power 5 offers. What was the first thing, or maybe the big thing, that pushed K-State over the rest of those, if there's one thing in particular? Uh, the biggest thing would have been the relationships that I built, you know, between the players, the coaches, and, you know, even the recruits for that matter. Uh, that was the big thing that kind of put them over the edge. I mean, I'm going to be honest, it was a pretty close race but um, the cast came up on top. <laughs> yeah. And uh, um, I, the next question I asked him uh, was um, this. If, was there a particular moment that you knew that K-State was the pick? Uh, and he said there was. Uh, he, he mentioned that there was a... Uh, he'd gotten finished talking with uh, his family and uh, some coaches and other family members and he uh, just wanted to go lay in his bed and he said that it just clicked um, at one moment uh, when he was just there that K-State was the pick. And uh, I didn't ask him when that was, but he said there was just a memorable single moment where he just realized and picked up that K-State was going to be home uh, for him. Was there a particular moment that you knew that K-State was the pick that you can remember? Uh, there was a moment, you know, I was just got done, you know, talking with my family, uh, talking with, you know, some family members, some coaches and stuff like that. And it was just, I, I sat there, you know, like in my bed for a while. And then I just had this moment where it just clicked and I said, you know what, I'm going to K-State. I, I found it to be interesting. I, I, I've never been recruited, so <laughs> I... I have no experience in uh, the, like the mindset around that. I don't know if that's surprising to you either, Ace. But what, what do you think? Uh, I this okay. This is gonna sound really, really weird, and it, it's not at all comparable. But I actually was recruited for one thing and one thing only. I was actually recruited for a competitive speech, and I was recruited for all of I think maybe a year, um, because I got I got letters from from places like, hey, we're interested in you for like competitive speech at our school one of those schools was uh was baylor uh, another was i think actually i did get some interest from ku but just a, a couple of competitive speech schools and obviously i didn't end up going to any of them which is why it's not comparable but i will say that it is very it's a very good feeling to be recruited yeah i imagine so because i mean you're getting singled out for being really talented at something uh and you're 
getting an opportunity to go to a higher level and continue to do that thing that you are at least good at and additionally probably enjoy. So there's a, a lot to like there. Um, I got into, again, we're circling back here to this other offensive line commitments thing, but he mentioned uh, that um, uh, with the uh, offensive line, uh, the other guys, uh, that he was being recruited um, by the other guys, but that he also mentioned it wasn't a massive factor uh, in him choosing K-State, but having a close relationship with him helped. Uh, which he he said, you know, it's a, it's like a comfort thing where you know that you've got guys that you already know when you're going in, as opposed to going to completely unknown situations. The other offensive line commitments. We saw Gus Hawkins uh, over there. How much did the uh, other offensive line commitments play into you choosing Case State? Were they out there recruiting you or anything, or were they kind of giving you space? Uh, they were they were recruiting me. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, but um, I wouldn't say it was a huge um, reason I came, but. Uh, having a relationship with them already before I even chose definitely kind of helped, you know, no, knowing that I'd have friends going in. Which, that's completely understandable as well. Uh, I mean, that I think that can be said for anybody going to college or starting a new job. If you have someone that you already know, it's going to be a bit more comfortable to do because you feel like you've got someone on the inside. And Ace, I'm sure you felt the same way about uh, getting to college as well. So I did. I did. And now law school. <laughs> yes. So I, I think a lot of people can universally relate to that. And uh, following that, I asked him, uh, what are you hoping to work on the most between uh, his commitment and when he gets to campus? Uh, and he mentioned something that you touched on uh, and it was his uh, physicality. He, he wanted to improve his physicality a lot, uh, specifically with uh, improving his strength, improving uh, size, so like gaining some weight, stuff like that. Um, and he also wanted to technically refine himself as well. Uh, but he he seemed pretty optimistic that he would be able to to do that. What are you hoping to work on the most between now and when you get to K State? Um, big thing I want to uh, work on is uh, develop you know my physicality, you know, size, strength, stuff like that. And I also want to. Um, keep working on my my techniques knowing so when I when I get there you know it's just a matter of playbook and then the last question I asked him was a pretty simple one uh, I asked him if he was gonna plan to enroll early he told me he does not plan to do that and that he's gonna uh, play football basketball and track uh, in his last year do you have any plans to enroll early I do not you know, this this senior season we're gonna have a great year uh, in football basketball and track and you know I want to be there with them through the whole journey. Gotcha. So he uh, won't be enrolling at K-State early, but that's not the end of the world. That's more of a bonus, I think, with recruiting. And uh, I, I think it's impressive that he is going to continue to be a three-sport athlete because uh, people that compete in a lot of sports, that shows a lot of motivation, a lot of drive, and uh, d diversified athletic talent as well is something that it shows, which, again, that's something that's not a requirement, but it is something that you can look at and say that's impressive. Yeah. But that was my whole interview with Caden. I really enjoyed it. I was a little bit out of my element, I guess, for part of it, because I haven't really interviewed someone in that fashion since I was like in high school. So it, uh, I kind of had to shake the rust off a little bit. But 
Uh, it was really nice. And uh, it was pretty close to me. I figured, you know, it's a random Thursday. I don't have anything better to do. So <laughs> I will I'll go to this and hope the K-State gets picked or else I'm going to kind of walk out with my tail between my legs. So I was like, well, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. So but luckily he picks K-State. And uh, yeah, it was a, a really impressive moment for, for K-State. And um, I'm glad that we got him. And I was really happy to get the chance to speak with him as well. Yeah. I hope everyone enjoyed the little intersplicing of the, the interview questions as well. But do you have any any final thoughts before we sort of wrap this mini-sode up? Uh, I am really looking forward to seeing Caden Massey uh, in purple. And I think he and Hawkins somewhere down the road are going to be stalwarts of our offensive line. I think both of them, at least based on their frame, uh, they have NFL potential, I think. Yeah, I agree. I, I think all of the offensive linemen that we've taken so far have genuine NFL potential. And there two of them. I don't even think it's a stretch to say that. I think it's a likely outcome. I think it's greater than 50-50. Like just by virtue of their frames and how physical they already play. But yeah, that that's all I have to say. So Thank you all for listening so much to this episode of the Aggieville Alley Cats podcast. If you want to follow or contact the show, you can follow us on Twitter at Aggieville Cats. That's capital A, capital A, and capital C and Cats. If you want to, fo- you want to email us, we are AggievilleAlleyCats at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on a more personal note, I am at ACEdwards00. I am at Connor Balthazor, capital C, capital B. And if you want to support the show financially, Again, just just give it a little bit. Just give it a couple of weeks. We'll probably tease a design or two in the in the next week. You know, maybe maybe we'll we'll do more than tease. Maybe we'll we'll drop one, but be patient. The designs are worth it, I promise. But for as it stands right now, thank you all for listening to this episode of the Aggieville Alley Cats podcast. Or come rain, shine, or anything in between. We're here to deliver to you the Kansas State sporting news you so love. Stay safe, Alley Cats.